Good evening, fellow initiates, and welcome to your first lessons of the Codex. Here, you will learn about our history and all the essentials you need to know about our fight. Together with my fellow instructor, Josue Cardona, and myself, Marquides, we will make you all into brilliant assassins. Josue, would you like to say a few words to our fellow initiates? I would like to say hello and welcome you to this journey that we're starting right now. We are creating our own codex, much like Altair, and we're going to take a look at the lore, the history of Assassin's Creed. We both love it a lot, and we can get into how and why in a, in a few minutes, but uh, the rich history and different timelines and, and the science fiction aspect, there's so much to to cover. Uh, we're, we're excited to act as... As researchers, in a way, um, uncovering the all the information in this world built by you know the, the different Assassin's Creed games and share it with you. Welcome. Yeah, and and addition to the games, we also have plenty of other other forms of media that also shed light on the lore and continue to expand the universe that we love so much. There is the Assassin's Creed movie. There's numerous comic books and even novels, which at first were just adaptations of the game, but then they derived into making their own original stories of characters that were in the game, but now you're seeing things through their point of view. If it's canon, it's game for us. Exactly, and we will cover all of it. We're not stopping at the games, because that will will run out of fuel really fast. Trust me, there is plenty of other things out there that we can talk about. Woo! So, I guess the first and most foremost thing we should do is uh, discuss how exactly we came about Assassin's Creed and what made us stay with it. So, Josue, what was your first experience with Assassin's Creed? So, I still remember seeing that trailer for the original Assassin's Creed game. Altier is like running on the rooftops and then he goes out into a plaza and there's this quick assassination. And, oh man, that was, that looked so cool. Like I, I trace back my my interest in, and love uh, of Assassin's Creed to to that, but I probably fell in love with the series with Assassin's Creed too. Probably a lot of people. Yeah, that game. Like, oh, I love that game so much, <laughs> so so much. And over the years, you know, I've I've always played the games, but not as much. Like in in recent years, recent installments, I haven't finished them like I used to, and that's why I'm really looking forward to doing this because I I really want to dive in again and do it with you because like just sharing the experience with someone else is is huge so it's like we kind of have our own assassin's creed book club in a way right or we'll play through the games and and go through all this content so like we, we just revisited the first one and it was so fun to to do that again after so many years i i played through it but it's there's so much information and there's so much lore again there's so much history so much going on and I don't remember a lot of it, so I'm I'm really enjoying going back to it, and I'm really looking forward uh, to record this, so it's so it continues, right? <laughs> so we can <laughs> so I can go back to it in the future, and and I don't know, I think anybody who enjoys the series, I think would enjoy doing this kind of deep dive into everything that there is in that world, and kind of revisiting it in in the order that it was revealed right there were so many things to peel back in so many layers and that's like just finishing number one again i love the world that it built you know and so many seeds that were planted so many different layers that's so cool you know i don't i don't remember 
any other game during that time and not many games since that just have so many layers and i love all the layers i love every part of it yeah no that's that's amazing honestly i i mean i you we all know and everybody on the discord knows how much i really do love this series and the fact that you know you're into the lore and you really want to just dive deep and really expand on the universe just as much as i do is was something that was very relieving because I, it's really hard to find somebody that really can just talk about Assassin's Creed all day. And it's not even just about the games themselves, but the story that they're providing and the narratives, the multiple narratives that they'll do in even one game is is amazing that they're able to carry that over for multiple games. Even when technically the characters aren't around anymore, they still manage to bring them back in some way or another. Yeah. So to kind of go into my uh, experience, I remember myself actually... I started right away with Assassin's Creed 2. Um, I remember I was going to the uh, video store. I was looking for a game to rent. And the game that I initially wanted, which I can't even remember now, was was currently out of stock. Someone had already... like they All the rentals were already gone. So I was trying to peruse, trying to find something to play. And I couldn't think of anything really that seemed to catch my eye. But Assassin's Creed 2, I thought, you know, all right... I, I don't see the first one, and I don't know what was going on in my head at the time, but for some reason I thought, like, oh, it just has the the number two in there, but it, it's not a sequel. So I, I, I don't know why I thought that, to be to be honest, but I, I grabbed it, and I got it for five nights, and I think I beat it within, that fi- within those five nights because just starting it up and playing through it and learning the mechanics of it I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the story. I fell in love with the characters. I fell in love with the scenery. Uh, the little bit of Italian swears that it taught me at such a young age was phenomenal. <laughs> Once I finished two, uh, Brotherhood wasn't even released yet. They were still working on Brotherhood. So yeah. for me to jump into the series still relatively early and not play the first one until after Brotherhood... Um, I remember when Brotherhood came out, I played it, and then I remember going through a Walmart, and I found the original Assassin's Creed. It was like an Xbox 360 greatest hits, so it was discounted. And I, I saw it, and I was like, I need to have this. I, I It's not at the video store. I need to have this game. I need to know how the origins of this series began. And honestly, I'm glad I played two first. Um, I, I th- really think that the first one just... It sets amazing groundwork, an amazing framework for a story and the narrative of this universe. And it's stuff I'll get into later. It, it, there, there are issues with it that kind of make it difficult to come back to and replay it over and over again. But all in all, like its story, it's the lore that it brings is still phenomenal. I also didn't realize that like all the investigation stuff in there. I didn't realize you could actually like open up the pause menu and look at the stuff that you learned <laughs> until yeah. like my fourth time playing through it. So, you know, learn, I, I tend to learn something new every time I go back and play through the games. And it's, it's incredible that even after all these years and how many times I've played through them, I never get bored of them. I always and find myself enjoying it and getting sucked in and losing hours of my day just playing these games. You know, the original came out 12 years ago. I know it's it's hard to believe that it's only yeah. been 12 years but the progress that they've made in these games is 
phenomenal. And the stories that they've created is just breathtaking. Well, and I'm thinking that's that's 12 years of content that we're going to cover. That's a lot. I mean, and counting, right? I mean, we're literally Odyssey just got DLC this week that we're recording. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't even finished the main game for that. It's just it takes I really don't like playing it when I don't have a lot of time to play it because I will I will will spend hours just exploring. I don't even bother with the main quests anymore. I just explore and it's beautiful. Yeah, that's one. That was one of the really fun things about it too, it's like filling out the mansion and finding all the collectibles. It's like there was there was so much time that you were just spending or getting all the trophies, you know, doing stuff like that in that world was fun also. And none of that really has much to do with the the story or the or the overarching lore. Exactly, and the games always somehow find a way to make you lose hours of your day. Really, <laughs> and. You know, I think it's it's cool that we both like the present day stuff because I, 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 I hate hearing people talk about the games and always saying, like, oh, I wish they'd just get rid of the present day stuff. And that frustrates me so much because it's almost like, well, that's not Assassin's Creed if it doesn't have the present day stuff. I mean, you're not looking back. So I'm, I'm so glad that we can share that and we, we have that in common and that that'll be like, that's like one of the pillars of what we need to talk about to really cover what this universe is. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we were talking about it, you know, earlier today, and it's our unpopular opinion, if you want to call it, that we both (laughs) think the present day stuff is actually really cool. And I like the fact that they don't really give you that much of of details about it, really. Like, yeah, you spend most of your time in the past, and that's the whole point of the games. But that little snippet that they give you of the present day stuff and how the stuff that you're looking at in the past is actually still having its effects in the present day is amazing. Like it's showing that the stuff that you're learning about, that you're quote unquote researching about in the past is actually being applied to your present day stuff, which can kind of be a metaphor to, you know, history lessons and history classes. You know, a lot of kids tend to think that social studies isn't all that important, but in reality, it really is to ensure that you don't make the same mistakes as the past or to show that the things that happened in the past, the things that you do now might have major consequences in the, in the future, which is really, really cool. And I think that the present day stuff that they do is what really keeps the whole series together. Because if you just kept going, you know, kept bouncing around from different eras, experiencing and looking back and Getting a take, getting a closer look at what the culture or what the people or what the scenery was like during these different time periods, it would just get kind of boring, It'd get kind of monotonous. There's nothing really driving it there because it's then it becomes like a one-off story that doesn't really have an impact, or doesn't really play a role in anything. You don't understand how it connects to what's going on in the present day stuff. If the present day stuff were to just separate itself entirely. But you know, I think I think there's a way to do it. But then it just it would be very different than what we have now. And I don't think you could just I guess you could just abandon it altogether. But, but oh man, but I, I like it so much and I like the parallel to what we're doing right now. Right? This idea that, okay, there's this there's all this information, right? We're coming at it in twenty nineteen and we're going to go back to two thousand seven and replay the original game and pull information from that, and then we're gonna keep going and dive into the different games, which actually dive into different time periods, some of them into multiple time periods, right? And then we're going to gather more information. And that's exactly what's happening with the Animus, right? There's somebody who's going in and going back to find this information to flesh out all of these details about their world or to, you know, conquer the world or whatever it is that they're trying to do in, uh, in the different games. 
Yeah, there's so much here and there's so much I want to talk about. And there's stuff that even right now, even though this is like our first episode, our off the ground episode, there's still so much that I want to talk about that spans throughout all of the games. But I know that I kind of need to hold myself back a little bit, pull on the reins and kind of take these games, take these pieces of media one little tidbit at a time, making sure that I'm not overloading myself, not overloading you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or overloading our viewers with the amount of stuff and the amount of knowledge that I have gone through and learned on my own outside of the games where I've gone on wikis, I've gone on discussion boards, I've gone on forums. And while I may never really post or be really active in the the Assassin's Creed community, I have soaked in as much information as I could. If there was something I didn't understand in the games, I would go to you know, the wiki, I would go to the forums, I'd go to discussion boards, and I would look up what I'm looking, like, what I'm trying to understand, and I would just spend hours just going through it and reading it, trying to make sense of what's 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 going on in the games. And speaking about all these games, I think it's kind of important right now to mention that in this series, in this podcast, there will be spoilers. This is going to be a sort of spoiler cast where we're not going to really hold anything back. So if you are interested in playing the games, we'll make sure to mention what game is exactly that we're going to be covering. So that way, if you want to go through and play and then come back and listen, you're more than welcome to. Or if you really want to learn the story as you're playing the games, you're more than welcome to. But we're just going to let you know right now that there will be spoilers. We'll be talking about uh, stop main points that happen in certain games. We'll be talking about endings of games and how it connects. And we'll be doing a lot of uh, red strings, connecting theories and connecting the dots sort of stuff here. <laughs> yeah, and one thing that I think is... Like, we're still laying the groundwork, right, for what we want to do. But this definitely isn't the show for someone who, I think, you know, let let me know what you think, but that just cares about the story necessarily, right? We're going to look at each game in different ways. So, again, still sorting out the details, but I think that looking at number one, Assassin's Creed number one, from the point of Desmond and Abstergo and the connection to Altair and just like only focusing on that in the first episode and not even touching really on Altair's story is a good foundation to, to start building the world. And and there's a lot there in number one, right? And then in the second one, we can kind of go into like what happened in the game and the other things that we discovered. And that's not recapping uh, a game. We're really diving into all the new information that we got from that experience. So if you, if you love the series and you want to revisit it in a different way, I think I think it would be fun. I don't know that's what I'm doing. Like everything you described about like going deep and watching videos and analyses and going on message boards and you know spending a lot of time in the present just uh, looking at every computer and every terminal and reading everything. That was me. But that was 12 years ago and then 10 years ago. And I haven't really done that in a lot of detail since 4. And going back to number 1 now was like the first time <laughs> I didn't remember anything. <laughs> they, were just, they were just like like broad strokes that I remembered, but for the most part, I didn't remember anything. And and it was so cool to to revisit it and then revisit it again from the perspective that I'm not just going through the game from point A to point B. I really want to take the time to look at all of these things and spend time 
understanding the world and talking to other people because there's there's so much there that you can miss if you're just I'm gonna hop and see the animus, do my mission, assassinate somebody, come back, rinse and repeat, and that's done. And which, I mean that's basically Assassin's Creed One, right? But like you could play yeah. the other games like that. Up, you know, Origins and 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 Odyssey are definitely a little different, especially Odyssey. But I think it's it'll be a, it'll be a fun exploration. Like yeah, definitely there will be spoilers, but it's it's like a different type of spoiler, right? And in a way, it's almost like <laughs> just yesterday I saw a video, a brand new video that was made yesterday, like published yesterday, explaining the endings of. Uh, the Matrix trilogy. I was like, like somebody's making a video today in 2019 about explaining the Matrix trilogy, and I think probably a lot of people saw those movies and didn't didn't get it right. And and that content is still valuable. And I think that there are so many things, and like you said, tying those red strings right and and connecting dots. I think that's going to be the most fun part of of this experience of building our own codex, if you will, right. Of looking at every single piece and seeing how it fits together. And then also hopefully listeners will be like, Hey, you completely missed this part, you know, and, and you forgot this whole thing over here and you didn't, you didn't see this secret. It's like, Oh, or you misinterpreted something. That's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh yes. I'm really eager to find somebody who will actually tell me something that I'm wrong about because for the most part, whenever I talk about Assassin's Creed to anybody, a lot of mo- nine times out of the ten, they'll just think I'm right. They won't bother questioning what I have to say because they, especially the people who really know me, they know how much time I've invested into the series and how many times I've replayed the games just because I wanted to. Wasn't even because like or you know just because I I loved it that much like a brotherhood alone I've replayed that game to 100% synchronization completion at least 8 times get out of here 8 no. times <laughs> 8 times throughout the entire time that I've owned it from my Xbox 360 to even now back on the Xbox 1 with the Ezio collection I have replayed Assassin's Creed Brotherhood at least 12 times and 8 out of those 12 times has been 100% completion. And it's insane just how much time and effort I've put into that game because of how much I loved it. It was it's and today it still stands as my favorite Assassin's Creed. Odyssey comes very close, but nothing can beat Assassin's Creed Brotherhood in my eyes. So when we do this podcast and there is something that I say that either I might not be fully knowledgeable on or something that I might be completely wrong on, I highly encourage someone to call me out, please, because if there's if it involves new knowledge of Assassin's Creed, I'm very, very, very eager to to learn it, to understand it, to better myself as an Assassin's Creed historian. So I have a question for you. We're going to talk about Assassin's Creed 1 in the next episode, right? That's where we're going to start. And obviously that's Altair's story. And Desmond's story starts there. And we revisit Altair later in in Brotherhood and, and Revelations, right? But there's also like Altair's Chronicles on DS and Bloodlines on PSP. If I know something about that, do we bring it up during Assassin's Creed 1? Do you think... like How are we going to take these these tangential games that do have like for example Altair's Chronicles is about Altair and there isn't really you don't know who's in the Animus 
it almost it's almost like there isn't an animus like you're just playing outside your story except that all the menus are actually an animus and i remember I, I remember playing it on ds actually i just watched a video review of it yesterday too <laughs> i was like oh yeah i played that game uh i don't think there's anything huge in terms of lore in that game in particular but but like is it fair game to to bring up Altair's Chronicles? Yeah, because I don't I don't see us dedicating an episode to to that. Or maybe like the smaller games. I don't know. Uh, I when it comes to the two Altair games, I don't think that they carry enough supplements to be their own episodes. In, in my opinion, um, I actually have never. Pl- those are the two that I have never played and probably will never end up playing just because of. Um, I've, I've one. I've never owned a PSP, so I need to get a PSP if I wanted to play <laughs> that. And as for Bloodlines, I just I've I've never seen it before. Well, Bl- Bloodlines I, is the one on PSP, and I'm Altair's sorry, Chronicles, Chronicles, Chronicles is the one yes, on DS. On DS, yes. Um, I've never seen it being sold anywhere. I've never come across a copy of it ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, so for me, I've ne- I mean, maybe I'll I'll get chronicles and i'll play i'll try to play it in my off time but the only the only real thing that i really see at least bloodlines connecting to the main game um because i bloodlines i know takes place before one and one of the informants when you're going on your investigations one of them makes a mention of kind of the ending of bloodlines because i know Mm. i know about the ending at least i've I've read about bloodlines so i know about it to some extent and i know how it ends so i know one of the informants makes a mention of it so it's like a little easter egg about it gotcha but aside from that they don't really make too too many references it's kind of like its own standalone thing especially since they don't introduce desmond they don't introduce anybody so like the idea of how are you playing as Des or how are you playing as Altair kind of muddles things up a little bit, unless it's like subject 16. Yeah, and I'm guessing that a lot of that stuff is probably included in the novel that's about Altair. Um, with as far as I've read, it hasn't. Hmm. Okay, okay. Right. It, it, it's basically like a novelization of the first game. But it starts when he's a kid, though. Then briefly. it just jumps to the game. Yeah. Yeah. It well, briefly it touches on it. It's like brushing, like showing like how he's going to have, it's like a little brief prelude or interlude, yeah. but then it just jumps straight into him the in the first, in the, okay. yeah, basically jumps into the game. Okay. Okay. So, so another thing to I think make clear on this, on this first episode is that you're a much higher ranked assassin than I am. Mm-hmm. Right. Just because like, like, like you said, like you've, played brotherhood eight times i i have not <laughs> but as we go through a lot of this i think is going to be a refresher for you and like yeah hopefully like we're, we're digging deeper than we ever have before and there'll be a lot of cool discussions but for me a lot of it will feel like 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 again i didn't remember anything about assassin's creed one and it's going to be there's going to be a lot of me like, whoa, I forgot this. Or like, this is so, this is so cool. This is brand new <laughs> versus um, maybe you're more, uh, you're, you're more of an expert, you know? So I think that might come across as we're, as we're going through that I'm, I may be, my perspective is probably more like I'm discovering it for the first time, even though it may be a refresher, but for you, it's a, this, this, this is, you know, you have, you have Assassin's Creed in your blood. Yeah, I have the encyclopedia just sitting in my my bookshelf right behind me. So like, 
if ever there's anything I need to brush up on, it I have I have ready access to it, whether I have internet or not. It's it's there. It's it's forever in my blood. Nice. Uh, yes. No. You are all my students, and I will <laughs> gladly show you the way to understanding the three tenets of our creed. Oh, it'll be cool. Can I can I like go up and rank every season? We'll see. Depends okay. on how well you. Yeah, perform. I gotta pass the test. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you gotta right. perform well. Yeah, gotcha. So, so here's a, here's another question: How do you want to deal with the history? Right. So these these games are historical fiction. So some aspects of the games are, you know, based on real events. They're definitely real locations. Are we? We're but like we're not looking necessarily at each time period as far as lore wise we're looking at how everything connects in a broader sense right yes the history is still going to be something that we're going to kind of flush out and work out as the series progresses but i but i mean i do feel like if we're discussing history it's going to be the history of the assassin's creed is really exactly, like we're exactly. not going to be going into like the actual like legitimate gotcha. history yeah, of yeah, things yeah. like we're not going to be talking about the third crusades and how king richard the lionheart you know invaded the holy land to try and liberate it and make it a place for christians like no we're not gonna gotcha. we're not gonna get in this ain't this ain't no history class if you want history class you can go back to school for that <laughs> <laughs> good good okay yeah that's kind of the point i was trying to make in that like again in the first game if you wanted to you could go into like a lot of historic detail, but really I'm concerned about how, like what, wh- what matters that like eight of the people that you assassinate in that game don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. You know, it's more like, Oh, okay. Like this connects this, 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 this fleshes out the world. Okay. This is what's happening. Although I will state that the one cool thing about Assassin's Creed is that I think the majority, if not all of your targets that you ever have to assassinate in the games in terms of their location and who they are, are all correct. Real so they they were all real people. The places where they died are the real locations where they died. Hmm. Um, obviously, their how they died is obviously differs. It wasn't at the hands of Ezio or Altair, or there was no <laughs> assassin. I mean, some of them were probably assassinated, but you know, there was no assassin. You know, silently picking all of them off. You yeah. know, they they died. They, they each died their own different ways, but the locations of their death and who they were, for the most part, are all are all correct. So that's the one cool thing that we'll kind of get into, uh, yeah. maybe. But also, there are characters that if there were real people and it's like people that we really know that were super famous in history, that might be fun to touch on. But if it's something that like, even though they were real and we don't really know, nobody cares who they were. (laughs) There's probably no reason to to spend time on it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know like once we get into two and brotherhood and stuff, we'll, we'll definitely touch on Leonardo da Vinci and Niccolo Machiavelli. But those are really like, the only two that I can think of off the top of my head. And then we'll get into later characters once we progress further into the games. But that's, for now, that's really all we have to deal with. Yeah. And there's like connections to Marco Polo and things like that and, and with, with Altair, but that's kind of outside of the, the first game. Yeah, Marco Polo, that'll all be, that'll, we'll, we'll tie that into the first game once we get to Revelations. Yeah. Whew, man, so excited. Oh my goodness. So I, th- I think, 
I covered all the bases that I can think of in terms of foundation, right? Like you find this episode, you're, you want to check out, do I really want to listen to this? I think I've covered the tone and, and how we're going to tackle games in the future. Is, am I missing anything? Nothing that I can really think of off the top of my head. I mean, maybe once we get a few episodes out, if we feel like there's something that needs to be changed, we'll, we'll, we're adapting. That's what we do. After, after each episode, if we feel like there's something that needs to be changed or whatever, we adapt because that's what we assassins do. We blend in with our surroundings and we become unseen. So hmm. we will make sure that we will adjust and adapt accordingly depending on if there are any unforeseen things or any things that we feel like need to be switched up, changed, whatever the case might be, we'll be, we'll be quick to fix it. Because everything is permitted, right? Nothing is true. Everything is permitted. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait till the episode when we do like our own little one-offs and we can just talk about just like the, the maxim itself and other <laughs> like actual like ideologies that they have in the games like when we don't do anything about related i mean like there'll be somewhat related to the games but we're not actually covering a game in history we're just talking about the ideologies like it's its own little one-off man i cannot wait because i have so (laughs) many things to say and this is this is a great time to start because we won't get another new game until next year probably late next year so it gives us a break other than odyssey dlc content like, I don't know if we can cover, you know, 12 years of content in a year. Maybe, maybe, maybe we probably could, but, but at least there's nothing new coming out to like derail us from, from everything that we have now. I'm excited about that. Exactly. Are we, are we going to cover watchdogs at all? Uh, <laughs> uh, that might be another podcast. A joke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get, the, I got, I know the reference. I know, I know the reference. Is it or isn't it part of the world? They are part of the same universe. That is confirmed. I know. But I know. Uh, that might be maybe. 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 A miniseries? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Bonus this is episode? A, uh, <laughs> bonus like two episodes or four episodes, depending, because I still need to finish both of those games. Yeah. I'm, I've never played two. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I've, same. I've I never finished the first one. I think I got like a quarter of the way through it, and then I stopped. Yeah. No, no. I mean, uh, unless there are very explicit connections to the world. There's only one. There's only one that I can think of, and that's yeah. it. Ties into uh, four. Yeah, well, that, that, I, I was joking about that mostly, but you know, I, I, I know. But, if the know. follow-up to Odyssey hasn't come out, and we, you know, we need something else to talk about. <laughs> oh, trust always... me, there's always something I could talk about. There is always something I'll find to talk about. But I feel like because not only do we have the games, but we have the comics. We have the novels, the novels that deviate from just recapping the story and start going into their own original stories. We yeah. still have those. We have yeah. the movies. I yeah. I don't know if they'll ever make a sequel to Assassin's Creed. I kind of hope they do. But if they do, we'll have that too. In the world that we're living in, I don't see why we wouldn't get a follow-up to the movie with Michael Fassbender you know, in it. But it's like a Netflix movie and Ubisoft just like paid to make it because it's a to tie it in with the next movie. You know, like we're, we're in uncharted waters as far as video content is concerned. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happened. Yeah. The only reason I'd see them being deterred from it was just how hardcore fans perceive the movie. I know that they were pretty harsh in terms of their reviews and their critiques of the film, which I understand. There was a lot of things that I wasn't too happy with. 
in terms of the movie. But as an expansion, as providing more information for the universe and the world around it, I yeah. feel like it did a good job. Yeah. It's just its story could have used a little bit more substance and a little bit more animus usage. Yeah. But I do like the, the, the new animus that they did make, which I will get into when we talk about origins, whenever we get there. Because <laughs> that it t- ties into that. Yeah. Yeah. Lots to talk about. Yes. So much, and I'm so excited. <laughs> if you can't already tell how excited I am, I'm very excited that this is finally happening. So, if if this podcast goes well, are we are we getting Assassin's Creed tattoos at some point? Uh, whether you get one or not, I'm getting one this summer. So, oh, oh okay, that is confirmed. Gotcha. And I'm right. again, I'm putting that right now on the very first episode, so I hold myself <laughs> accountable for it. <laughs> All right, all right. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next time when Josue and I continue to build upon our codex. If you ever wish to speak amongst your fellow initiates, feel free to check out our Discord at geektherapy.com Discord. And should you ever require assistance, feel free to reach out on our forums at forum.geektherapy.com. That concludes today. And remember, nothing is true. Everything is permitted. You were just listening to The Codex, a member of the Geek Therapy Network. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, I am at Queedies96, and Josue is at Josue A. Cardona. And be sure to check out network.geektherapy.com for other awesome shows on the network. <laughs>